The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% of two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. Coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is uh, Sunday, the 9th of April. It is Easter Sunday, so happy whatever that is to everybody. Um, and we're here to have a look at the Monday slate of games in MLB. I think there's 14 games. Um, a bank holiday over here. I'm guessing uh, you boys and girls have the day off as well. And we've got a three-way go tonight joining us first up. Uh, from Houston, Texas, is Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, hi. Uh, what's going on, gentlemen? My internet is being a little spotty, so let me know if uh, I'm breaking up a little bit. But yeah, Easter Sunday, happy Easter to everyone celebrating. Um, I think we had our holiday, Good Friday, on Friday, where I think banks were closed. I think they're open tomorrow. So make sure you send uh, Dylan his cut on PayPal so he can transfer it to his bank. Yeah, Dylan's uh, claiming that he's got a cut of um, Tiger Woods to make the cut in the Masters. Um, none of my Masters bets are now doing anything like they were supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, I don't have that to sweat out tonight. But, um, Dylan Rockford, uh, how are you doing? You you landed a little Victor Hovland bet, I believe. Yeah, Victor Hovland, top 10 place. Uh, hope I was rooting for him outright, but didn't get the job done. It's uh, John Roms to lose right now. But yeah, happy sun, happy Easter, happy Sunday to you guys and your family, everyone out there listening. And uh, yeah, can't wait to get into it. We got 14 games on the board for tomorrow. Yeah, so um, obviously uh, Premier League's taking a lot of my time up this weekend. I was out at a party on Friday as well. Um, but I feel like my picks have been going okay. Um, Moonaf, I know you've been rattling along quite nicely on tally site. Is this correct? Sorry, Moonaf. I keep, I keep, uh, I keep tagging Moonaf in, knowing that his, knowing that his, his Wi-Fi is a bit spotty. Sorry, Moonaf. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just, uh, no, no. No, no. I was just trying to, uh, just promote the show on social right now, but, um, yeah, no, it's been a really good week. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the tallies to make sure we get up some uh, opportunities for like team totals and stuff like that because I've been crushing it with they're crushing it with that this week. But yeah, it's been a really good I know Malcolm, you know, I've talked about it ever since we started the MLB game. Single innings, that's really been working for me really well to start the season here. Uh, bullpen issues. Uh, uh, this week, uh, we'll talk about some of the numbers when we get into the games. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a really good week. Hopefully, we can carry that into uh, this upcoming new week for MLB. Yeah, you see, things have just starting to settle down. We're seeing pitches take on their second start, and uh, probably tomorrow the rotation. Some of the rotations will head into their third time through, and, and teams with the first home stand as well. Teams that started on the road were playing sort of six road games, and they've come back um, home. So yeah, lots of. Uh, Interesting things to to have a look at. Tomorrow's first game, we've got one kind of daytime game, which is the 2-10 Eastern uh, first pitch between the Chicago White Sox and the Minnesota Twins. Um, the, this is Dylan Cease against Kenta Maeda. Uh, the White Sox are plus 105. The Twins are minus 125. 
the total is at seven and a half. And which one of you two uh, has got the lead on this? Because I haven't got the right page open. Uh, I think I do, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, like you mentioned, you do Mal, enough, yes. um, White Sox. Yeah, White Sox and the Twins. AL Central battle here. Uh, the first of the season between these two teams. Dylan Cease is off to a really good start uh, for the season. He's 1-0 with a 1.59 ERA. He's only allowed one earned run in each of his starts, eight strikeouts and 10 strikeouts respectively in both of those starts. Uh, Cease has struggled a little bit in Minnesota on the road uh, where he's just 1-1 with a 4.38 ERA. That was uh, in 2021. Um I think that ERA is a little inflated because, like I mentioned, he had a bad start where he allowed six earned runs to the um, Twins back in 21. But last season, he was really good in two starts against the Chicago White Sox. 16 innings pitched, zero earned runs, only gave up two hits in those 16 innings. Uh, Kenton Maeda, he had a great first start for the uh, Twins against the Marlins. Five innings, three hits, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Um, and definitely is a pitcher that you want to back at home. In Minnesota, he has struggled against the White Sox since he joined the Twins. It's uh, just one in one with a 6.41 ERA. Um, the only way I could look in this game was probably first five innings for the White Sox or the under a seven and a half. I know the White Sox are traveling from Pittsburgh to Minnesota, and this is going to be an early start. Um, so I, I think that you'll, I think runs will probably be at a premium in this game. I'm going to, I'm going to back both pitchers. I like the under seven and a half for the full game and the first five under as well. So a under seven and a half for me enough. Dylan, what was the Rockford line on this one? Yeah, I made my total 6.7. So I do like it. I agree on the under. I actually like the White Sox here on the road. I made him a minus 110 favorite with Dylan Cease on the mound. You know, uh, Maeda, he did have a good first outing against the Marlins last week. Hold on, only only held him to one run in those five innings of work. Uh, I do have to give the Twins some credit. They're playing better baseball than I expected. So uh, you were right on them, Mal. But, uh, you know, I, I, expe- I can expect to continue to fade them down this shit road. But at this plus money price with Dylan Cease on the mound, who I like him better than Maeda, I think he'll be able to limit these Twins batters. So plus money, I like the White Sox uh, first five plus a half. I like the under, uh, maybe a cease K prop, anything at like a six or better, but that's the way I'm looking at it. like white Sox first five. I like them full game. I like, I agree with Munaf on the under and maybe a Dylan cease prop. Um, yeah, the, I like both pitches and your instinct was to go to the, to the total in the unders here. Um, I watched my Ada last week. I must've had a bit on it. I think cause I, I watched that game quite closely. I maybe took his K props. Um, and I'm still riding Minnesota. Um, I'm not convinced about the White Sox lineup. So I actually took Minnesota here at home um, at a price of minus 125. I, I get that Dylan Cease could go and throw an absolute belter. Um, but yeah, I, I was just happy to keep going with the uh, with with the Twins who've been going okay for me um, at the moment. So next up we have uh, 6-10. Eastern first pitch, which is the New York Yankees at the Cleveland Guardians. Domingo Herman for the Yankees and Shane Bieber goes for the Cleveland Guardians. The Yankees plus 115, the Guardians minus 135 and the total is set at seven and a half and we go to Dylan for this one. 
Yeah, I'm going to fade the Yankees in this spot. I only made the Guardians a minus 140 favorite with uh, Bieber on the mound. He's only allowed three runs in 12 innings of work this season. He's gone six innings in both of his starts. I didn't like what I saw from Domingo Herman in his first start against the Phillies. Gave up four runs on four hits, and the Yankees lost that game. Now he's going on the road where he's worse. I just think this is a good spot for the Guardians, who will be staying home while the Yankees are traveling from uh, Baltimore to Cleveland. And it's essentially a coin flip game, in my opinion. I'm just going to back the better pitcher, which is Shane Bieber. So minus 135 I got. I like the Guardians here on the money line. Okay, so a home favorite for Dylan Munaf. Yeah, I think um, Dylan nailed it with that Minnesota. Sorry, Minnesota. Uh, the Guardians are going to stay at home in Cleveland, where this is a travel spot for the Yankees going from Baltimore to Cleveland. Um, you have the better pitcher on the mound. I'm more comfortable to backing Bieber at home as well. So I like the Guardians in this spot as well. That was my turn for my uh, Wi-Fi to be with Spotty. Um yeah, again, instinct straight to the unders. Um, yeah, it is a good game, this one, but uh, Domingo Herman is better on the road, so I was happy to give him a bit more of a leash than Dylan was. And I do trust both, so it was a, the, the play for me was a first five under. Um, I think we can see a, a, a bit of a slow burner in this one, so I'll go under on the first five uh, total. Next up is a 6.35 first pitch between the Oakland Athletics and the Baltimore Orioles. Um, the A's have left-handed pitcher J.P. Sears, um, ex-Yankee going to the mound here. Kyle Gibson goes for the Baltimore Orioles. And Oakland plus 165. Baltimore minus 185. Totally it is set at eight. Um, J.P. Sears, I don't mind him. He's, he's an interesting pitcher. Uh, he, he didn't pitch great last week. Gave up. What, eight hits, three earned runs against Cleveland um, in four and two thirds. But he, in 12 games um, last season, he pitched to a 389 ERA. He was quite serviceable. And he had a really good run in mid season as well. Last August, his August ERA was 253. Um, he had two starts against Baltimore, they were both good as well. Uh, Kyle Gibson is pretty consistent. What He's thrown two starts already. And what you see is what you're going to get, really. 12 innings, 12 hits, six runs. Um, he was poor last year. He didn't have a great home ERA last year either, uh, 4.57. This was hard, um, but I... Uh, Oakland are struggling. They've got smashed again tonight. So I do like Sears, but it's a, it's, it's a struggle to be able to put Oakland up for anything. I'm going to give him a chance here. And I'm going to play the first five under. So even though I'm not hugely keen on Baltimore, the fact Oakland can't hit. So the handicap is Sears will be okay, but Oakland can't hit either. Um, so no one scores any runs. It's a first five under for me, Muna. Yeah, I mean, this the team ERA for the Oakland A's, it's just astronomical. And I think that if you're kind of struggling at the plate, you're kind of anemic at the plate right now, I think the cure probably is bringing this pitching of the ace to town for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, JP Sears does have really good numbers actually against um, the Orioles two and oh with a 1.50 ERA. He's only allowed two earned runs and 12 innings pitched has allowed 11 hits. Um, 
I know he, like you mentioned there, Mal, he got uh, hit a little bit against the Guardians in four and two-thirds innings pitch in his last start or his first start of the season. But, yeah, this one was kind of tough to dissect as well. I don't trust Kyle Gibson uh, in this spot as well. I, I think that maybe I look at a first or full game team total over for the Orioles. I I, I just – I'm not very high on this pitching for the uh, Oakland A's. So I think that was my only look I liked for this game was – Probably Oakland A's over for now, or uh, sorry, uh, Baltimore Orioles over on their team total. Okay, uh, Dylan. Yeah, this one was another tough one to handicap. Uh, I did make the Orioles a minus one eighty favorite. Feel like the total seems a little high. Made my total eight point one. So if you're able to get eight and a half, I like that. Maybe look towards the first five minus a half for the Orioles if the number gets down a little. Um, but the A's, maybe an over uh, team total under for the A's. They've they've gone under this team total in five straight. So if you're able to get a two or two and a half or three, I like the team total for the A's. They haven't been able to score any runs. So uh, maybe team total under for the A's. That's the only way I really would play the, this game. Yeah, it's, it's Auckland to becoming tricky to handicap, really, um, without it being incredibly repetitive. The, um, the YouTube comments are live and kicking. Lots of faces in there. Serial for the second time tonight. TV, DBG is in there. Nick as well. So if I'm lurking in there, I can see there's more people lurking. Um, so by all means, say hello. Uh, we'll move on after I've told you about Shady Ray. It's our headline sponsor here. Um, kicking off the season with their customizable snow goggles, premium polarized shades, uh, loads of stuff from Shady Rays that is built to last. They will um, replace any lost and broken stuff. No questions asked as well. So you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence and look good long after you've purchased them. You look good and feel good. They've also donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger uh, with Feed in America. And if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair uh, free within 30 days. So there's absolutely no risk uh, with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Um, So you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Next, we carry on 6.35 Eastern first pitch is the Houston Astros at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Houston minus 175, Pittsburgh plus 155. Total here is set at 7.5. Uh, moon off back to your hometown Astros. Yeah, Astros Pirates here. Um, a little interleague matchup here. Uh, Framber Valdez is going to get the start like Mal mentioned there for the Astros. Really solid in his first two starts uh, this season, but it hasn't gotten the run support in those two starts. Pittsburgh last year, um, or sorry, I should mention that Framber Valdez being a left-handed pitcher. Uh, Pittsburgh last year against left-handed pitching was second in uh, K percentage um, and WRC plus. They ranked number 29 against left-handed pitching. This season, they've only had 50 plate appearances against left-handed pitching, but they are our number 13 in strikeout percentage and 17th in WRC plus. Um Contreras has been pretty solid for this uh, Pirates pitching rotation last year, three and three with a 3.33 ERA at home. Uh, He had a great first start against the Red Sox um, earlier this season, uh, or I should say last week. Um, I think I like the under in this game. I know the Astros have been struggling a little bit to score runs. I know they were able to get some today against the Minnesota Twins. Um, But I think this might be another game where we see the pitchers shine in this game. 
I'm probably looking at a full game under seven and a half. And then Framber Valdez strikeouts, uh, just kind of fading this pitching, oh, sorry, the batting lineup for the Pirates um, going up against a left-handed pitcher here to, uh, tomorrow night, or sorry, Monday night. Okay. Uh, Dylan, any love for Contreras? Uh, I like him, I, but I mostly agree with Munaf on the under. I was able to get an eight at the opening line. I still like seven and a half. I see seven and a half at plus money. I made my total 7.2. Uh, two good pitchers in Valdez and Contreras. Contreras only made, uh, has only allowed one run in five and two-thirds inning in his first start against the Red Sox, while Valdez has only allowed two runs in 12 outings pitch. So I think both pitchers will have success, you know, kind of limiting the bat, uh, the contact of the other team. We also have 11-mile-an-hour winds blowing in, so I think that should help knock the ball down a little bit. So I agree with Munaf. I'll dive under as well. Um, Slick Rick in the comments is a Bucks fan. Good to know. That's another one we can add you uh, to the list with Noah. And you're pleased to hear, Rick, that I've taken the Pirates here. Just for Contreras, I think Houston have been scuffling along a little bit. Uh, Moon, I've said they did get a win tonight, scored five runs, uh, but not the best start. And I think Pittsburgh have quite enjoyed their home stand uh, coming back. So quite a, a effervescent start shall we say for Pittsburgh on the season and um, a lot of their wins are going to pick up behind Contreras this season at this price uh, plus 155 I love the Pittsburgh Pirates here I thought it was great value uh, so I'll take the Pirates um, as a big dog to get the win uh, next up we have I am currently on today's scores so I will move across to tomorrow's we start 6.40 Eastern uh, the Boston Red Sox at the Tampa Bay Rays. Nick Pavetta goes for the Red Sox, left-handed pitcher. Oh, this has changed. Uh, when I handicapped this, I had Josh Fleming. I don't know about you two boys. I'm now seeing yeah. that Jalen Beeks, left-handed pitcher. Um, is this news to everyone else or not? Yeah, yeah I thought I saw him. him as well. Okay. Um, this point, I don't know what to do then. Boston were, <laughs> were 1 plus 125, Tampa Bay minus 145. Um, this was your game, Dylan, but we've got a pitch and yeah. change, so um, do with it what you will. Yeah, tough one to handicap since I did uh, handicap Fleming, but uh, I made the Rays a favorite, minus 140, minus 145. So around the number... Uh, you know, at, at this point, they're they're on pace to win 162 games. This team, but yeah. uh, I do I do think they'll lose eventually. Uh, but Fleming, I, he did get smacked around, even though we got Beaks going now. But uh, you know, I, I like the team total over for the Rays. You know, if you could get a four, four and a half, I like that play. The Rays have gone over this number in every game but the first game of the season. So seven straight games, they've scored four or more runs. Uh, I think they could get to Nick Pavetta, you know, uh, I, I, especially in Tampa Bay on the road. I, I think the bats continue for the Rays. So a team total four, four and a half. I like the over for the Rays. Yeah, with. Sorry, my Wi-Fi is I think my Wi-Fi is. Contracted whatever yours has been enough because, um, yeah, I'm really, really laggy here. Um, with the pitching change, so it throws a handicap at the window. However, Boston have just been absolute over machines. Um, so I had this going well over eight. I don't know if Fleming is a vast departure from uh, Jalen Beaks actually. So, yeah, that was my initial lean, but not much on that one. Munaf, yeah, I mean, I agree as well. Um, Nick Pavetta has not been, he hasn't had a win in uh, Tampa Bay 
0-3 with a 3.38 ERA, but just overall against the Rays in his career, he's 1-5 uh, with a 4.83 ERA. So, again, like you guys mentioned, that Tampa's at home, Boston is traveling here. Uh, I think the only way is really ride the hot hand right now with the Tampa Bay Rays. So, team total first five over, or even look at a full game uh, team total over for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, next is 640 Eastern first pitch, the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. Sandy Alcantara goes for the Marlins. Um, and Matt Strom, left-handed pitcher, goes for the Phillies. It's tight on the books. Miami minus 115, Philly minus 105. Total here is set at seven and a half. Alcantara has started the season really, really well. Um, he's not getting much run support from Miami. Miami have scored... Uh, 20 runs um, in their nine games. I've actually written down they've scored nine runs in 20 games, but that's just the uh, numbers getting mixed up. Uh, nine games, 20 runs, it's still not a great number. And I think I handicapped Matt Strom on the show last week when he pitched, and he pitched well against the New York Yankees. I quite like him. Um, obviously, you might know him sort of a long reliever. Uh, Philly walked off the Reds last night and I think that was a relief to them because there was a, just a few early alarm bells around Philadelphia from some of the some of the players, a little bit of consternation and the supporters as well. They've only scored 26 runs. Um, so I'm not expecting an offensive explosion from either team here. And Love Alcantara obviously needs no real digging into. But I do like Max Strom as well. And I think the under seven and a half is the way to take this behind two good pitches and two struggling offenses. Um, Dylan, what was your line on this one? Yeah, I like the fish here on the road. Uh, I made him a minus 135 favorite. You know, another coin flip game in what I think. Uh, I'm going to take the better pitcher in Sandy Alcantara. Uh, first start on the road for him. But, you know, I think he'll be fine against the Phillies, who, they, you know, they haven't really been blowing the door open with their bats either. Uh, just another spot where I think this is just a better pitcher. For the total, I made it 6.8, so I do agree with the under. But uh, I, I like Sandy Alcantara better. I think I think the bats will wake up for him a little. Cooper's been hitting the ball pretty well. Uh, Louis Harris, he's just a hitting machine. So I, I, I like the Marlins here on the road. Uh, moving off, uh, is it the Marlins and Alcantara for you too? Yeah, I mean, anytime you get Sandy on the mound, you, you got to look at either an under or back in the Marlins in the first five. I mean, I think it's really been a cash cow, I mean, since last season when he won the Cy Young. So, um, like you guys mentioned, Phillies have been struggling a little bit to score runs. I know they broke out a little bit here today, uh, but that was against a poor, uh, porous pitcher. But now you have a Cy Young winner coming into your, um, into your stadium there. And last season... Uh, Sandy was good against the Phillies, but the record's not going to uh, reflect that because he was only one in three. He really didn't get any run support in those games. So I agree about the under in this game. I think that's probably my favorite look is the under uh, on the total. Uh, so an under there uh, for Moonaf. Uh, next up is uh, 7.20. Or oh, is it? Have I missed the... Mets back at the top of the page. Yes, I remembered. 7-10. Eastern first pitch is the San Diego Padres at the New York Mets. Hugh Darvish goes for San Diego. Max Scherzer goes for the New York Mets. I would suggest it's the best pitching matchup of the night. Uh, the Padres are plus 110. The Mets behind Scherzer are minus 130. The total is a predictably low seven. We normally give the Mets to Dylan, 
Uh, but we thought we'd throw them over to Moonaf tonight to get a different set of eyeballs on them. Um, good game, this one, Moonaf. Yeah, this is a really good game. Uh, Darvish, like you mentioned, is on the mound for the Padres in this game. Decent first start, um, but he seemed to have some control issues in that first start that he had um, against the Diamondbacks. He had four walks in that game, two hit, uh, two batters that he hit in that game as well. But we, we've talked about on the pod that Darvish is a guy that we want to back when he's at home, in particular in San Diego. Um, and with and the numbers that kind of reflect that um, with San Diego, he's 11 and 12 with a 4.27 ERA on the road. Uh, compare that to his home starts, 13 and seven with a sub uh, three ERA uh, versus the Mets. He's actually been really good in his career, five and zero with a 2.56 ERA last season, two and zero with a 0.64 ERA, 15 strikeouts, six hits, one earner, one earner, one earned run allowed um, in those um, innings last season. Max Scherzer kind of struggling out of the gate here. Um, and I know Dylan can attest to that as well. He is one in one with a 6.35 ERA has allowed three earned runs in both starts uh, this season. Scherzer, he's been good against the Padres as well. Six and three with a 2.88 ERA last two starts. He's allowed seven earned runs and 11 and one thirds innings pitched against the uh, Padres as well. Uh, I think we'll see some runs in this game. I, I know that's two good pitchers that we're seeing, but if you kind of dive into the splits there, it's kind of telling me I, I do like the over in this game here um, as as my favorite play. And then I would lean with Scherzer as well in this spot as well. So give me the Mets money line and then uh, probably a Mets team total over at that point. Uh, Dylan, just a very quick change of topic. Hey, is that a cardigan you're wearing? Uh, no, it's like just like a quarter. <laughs> said, what the hell? Was that you, Buddha? Yeah, that was me. What, what's... Oh, I'm trying yeah, to, I've just noticed. Shut up, Buddha. Let me sort out this knitwear situation. X, can you explain to me what this is? I just can't see on your only little on my screen. That's all. Oh, this is just the collared long, long sleeve, and this is just like a like a quarter zip. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Dylan's as confused as I am. It's Do you have like cardigans a- in America? Is that a thing? Yeah, I used to wear them when I was uh, 12. <laughs> Did you? He said when I was 12. I don't think I've ever had I'm not a cardigan. Bro, I can't see you in a cardigan, Moon. You've never worn a cardigan, have you? In Texas? No. No, of course. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Crack on. Tell us about the Mets, Dylan. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I lean under, actually. Uh, I was able to grab a seven and a half. Uh, sevens now, but, uh, I made my total 6.6. You gotta think Scherzer's going to have a better outing than his last two, especially the last one against the Brewers, three straight home runs in a row. Men, uh, the Mets, they're not scoring a bunch of runs either. You Darvish, great success over the years against the Mets five and zero with a two fifty six ERA. I don't like the spot for the Mets at all. I don't think they're playing good baseball. They just got blown out today. Cookie, they need to release Cookie Carrasco like now. Uh, if the number continues to climb, I can find myself on the Padres. But I do think it should be a lower scoring game, maybe a first five under. But yeah, no really convincing way. I'm probably not going to get to the window with anything. Um. I thought the same as you. I thought this was a terrible spot for the Mets, and I love the price of the Padres here. And particularly behind those numbers um, that you, Darvish, has against them uh, that you've just rolled out, Dylan. So, yeah, give me the Padres here at plus 110. I think that is an excellent uh, price. Uh, Next up, we have... ...are playing on Sunday night football. They have to travel as well. 
Sunday night football. They will be tired after that, Moonaf. Sunday night baseball. Ah, you see. Get the cardigans on. You did say football. Uh, Next up is 7.20 Eastern first pitch. It's one of Moonaf's favourites. We have the Cincinnati Reds against the Atlanta Braves, where Graham Ashcraft, Moonaf loves Graham Ashcraft, uh, will pitch for the Cincinnati Reds. And I've got, uh, you can nod your head or shake it at me, Bryce Elder going for the Atlanta Braves. Yep. Nods and shakes. Um, yes. Yeah. I've got a nod from Dylan. Moonaf just made a funny noise. So yeah, um, yeah, officially TBD, but yeah, we do think that. And um myself and Noah have a waiver bid on Bryce Elder for a two-start week in our TGFBI league going in tonight. Uh, Cincinnati are plus one sixty-five, the Braves are minus one eighty-five, and the total is set at nine. Dylan, uh show favourite Graham Ashcraft is he going to win tomorrow uh, maybe uh, this was another tough one to handicap uh, I made the Braves a minus 190 favourite made the total 8.7 so going to take another shot at the under both Ashcraft and Elder they both had good first starts only one run given up combined from the two starters so both games they started did go under the number as well Ray, the Reds they're not scoring a bunch of runs either past uh past series against the Phillies and you know I think Elder at home he'll be able to limit their bats Braves should have won the should win the game uh maybe 4-1 5-2 kind of game but uh under 9 I like the price at minus 105 so under nine, um, Moonaf, you've got to be all over Ashcraft, haven't you? Um, I don't know. Um, I trust him more in Cincinnati when he's pitching. I'm trying to pull up his numbers uh, of how he's done on the road here. Uh, give me a second. So, yeah, at home. Four and four with four point three four ERA. Road starts two and two with a five point one zero ERA. So, um, I mean, you're going up against a offense in Atlanta that I know has struggled a little bit uh, against the Padres this weekend. Uh, but I, I, I can't get away from the Braves here. I probably look at a run line here for the Braves. Ashcraft at home, yeah, I'm gonna back, but that ERA that that kind of worries me, especially going up against a, a one of the better offenses in the league. So, I'll take uh, I'll take the Atlanta Braves run line in this game. No, oh, I don't like that at all, Muna. Um, so yeah, Graham Ashcraft. Graham Ashcraft is gonna be a different um, different pitcher this season. Uh, I have read and seen bits and bobs um, about him already. So yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of Ashcraft. Uh, this time round, I think Bryce Elder. Um, can go okay as well. However, um, I'm going to take Ashcraft here on the first five. They're just a big price. Like, uh, Yeah, I've got to give Ashcraft a shot, basically. I talked myself um, into a corner. So I'm going to give Ashcraft a shot. I like I might get them later on. Uh, but let's just see if Ashcraft can pitch a gem in Cincinnati can eke out a, a one nothing or a 2-1 over the first five before they cough it all up. Um my laptop is as slow as a week in prison this evening. Uh, however, uh, I'm going to tell you about sword vitality uh, before we crack on. Self-care is cool and manly, and you should be very proud taking care of yourself. Uh, get your cardigan on, except that 40% of men are affected by impotence at age 40, and nearly 70% of men are affected at age 70. Uh, so give up on the dodgy gas station pills and the little blue tablets in your sock drawer. Um, you should be taking care of your plumbing. Sword Vitality helps increase your blood flow 
in ways that's helped you thrive. As a man, talking about sword vitality should be as comfortable as anything else you talk about to your partners. Uh, the three main benefits include increasing your stamina, helping you thrive as a man in the bedroom, and you don't have to hide it. You can be very proud of it. So unsheath your sword. Visit swordvitality.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a nice discount at the checkout. That's swordvitality.com. Promo code SGPN. 7.40 Eastern first pitch is the Seattle Mariners and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Luis Castillo goes for the Mariners. Drew Smiley, left-handed pitcher, goes for the Chicago Cubs. The Mariners are minus 140. Cubs plus 120. We have no total um, due to the usual reasons there. Um, yeah, Castillo hasn't given up a run so far. He's pitched 11 and two-thirds, 1-0 and record. Uh, Drew Smiley um, has given up a run. In fact, several of them. He was lit up by the Reds uh, last time out. Castillo's seen the Cubs a lot um, in his career, and he's done okay against some 368 ERA. I took Seattle as a dog last night. They got over the line for me. Um, I think they've won again tonight in extras at Cleveland. And I just think they're getting they're coming into form a little bit. That was kind of part of my handicap behind backing them last night. So it's not a fancy price. I'm not going to win any prizes. But for me, this is quite straightforward. Seattle money line, minus 140. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, even though they did lose seven to six in over in uh, extra innings today, they blew it. I was on uh, Mariners as well today, but they blew it for us. Uh, but I agree, slight lean towards the Mariners at home. I only made them a minus one thirty-five favorite, so a little higher than my number. But uh, I still lean with the Mariners. No total yet because, like you said, they're playing at Wrigley. But looked at the weather report, they do have fifteen mile an hour winds blowing in from center field, so. Might be an under game. Uh, like you said, Castillo, he's been fantastic to start this season. He's only He hasn't given up a run in 11 and two-thirds. And just three hits given up in two starts, whereas Drew Miley has gotten off to a bad start. Six runs up in four innings, nine hits. Uh, I think the Mariners could take advantage of Smiley. You know, they put a, they put six runs on the board today. I think they could put a little more on Smiley as well. So first five minus a half I like, and I like full game for the Mariners as well. Okay, Moonaf, are you back with us? You were uh, you were either tuned out or your Wi-Fi had gone spotty then, but um, you can tell us about uh, Seattle and the Cubs. Can you hear me okay now? We can. You're back. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to regurgitate everything you guys just said. You have the better pitcher on the mound. You have the better offense, so it's Mariners for me here as well. Okay, uh, next up we have a... Uh, 8.05, first pitch, which is the Kansas City Royals at the Texas Rangers. Uh, Zach Greinke goes for the Royals and on the hill for Texas is the lefty Andrew Heaney. Kansas plus 125, Texas minus 145, total at 8.5. Uh, Moonaf, we'll come back to you for Road Greinke. What you got? Road Grinky, that's it. I mean, that's the first thing I saw when they saw these two pitchers, and Andrew Haney hasn't been very good either. Um, so I think this game just has overwritten all over for me. I already booked or bet the over eight and a half in this game. I think both of these pitchers are going to struggle. Um, and I think that if you really uh, are – Another bet that I do like is the uh, Rangers team total over uh, Grinky in two starts. And this was going back to the 2021 year where he last faced the Rangers. 
that was when he was with the uh, Houston Astros. He was trying to read my notes here. Oh, and two with a 13.00 ERA against the Rangers um, in Arlington. And in his career against the Rangers, he's two and six with a 4.76 ERA. Andrew Haney wasn't very good either in his first start. I don't trust him either. So the way I want to back uh, these teams are, are offensively. If you want to take a look at Rangers team total over, uh, if you want to go with the Royals as well, Royals are still playing right now. They're in San Francisco, so I think it's a bad spot from them for them having to travel from the West Coast over to the Dallas Fort with the Arlington area. So, and I think Rangers are at home this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So, Rangers team total over for me is the way I am going with this game, and over eight and a half as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll jump in here because again, for the a bit like that Seattle game, not going to win any prizes, but Texas at minus one forty five. I mean, use them as a parlay piece. Pop, stick them in with Seattle if you like. Um, but it just looked um, too good to be true. Really, you're obviously hoping the teeny doesn't do what he did last week. And I talked him up. In fact, I think we all talked him up um, before his start last week. So it'll be interesting to see um, if he does bounce back. But yeah, it was pretty straightforward Texas pick for me, Dylan. Yeah, I'm actually going to be contrarian. I do kind of like the under. Uh, the opening line was at nine. Now it's down to eight, eight and a half. Um, I like the first five under five and a half as well. Um, you know, I'm just expecting a bounce back spot from Haney. There's no way he could be as bad as he was against the Orioles. And, uh, you know, the Royals don't have the best bats. So I think it could be a nice bounce back spot for him at home. You're right, Granky on the road is not a guy you really want to back, but uh, both of his first two starts did go under this number. So at least for the first five innings, I think we could see the bats really slow down, cool off a little, and maybe see a pitcher's duel. So first five under for me. 8.40 Eastern time first pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Colorado Rockies. Left-handed pitcher Steven Matz goes for the Cards and Herman Marquez goes for the Rockies. Minus 130 on St. Louis, plus 110 on Colorado. Total is set at a fun 11. Uh, Dylan, what's the Rockford line here, bigger or smaller? Yeah, give me the home puppy. I made the Rockies the favorite at minus 115. I am not a fan of Steven Matz at all, even when he was on the Mets. He's just too up and down, very inconsistent for me. He wasn't good in his first start. Uh, and, you know, against against the Rockies in his career, mostly for the Mets, he's not good against the Rockies. He's either 1-5 overall with a 7-2-2 ERA in elevation. I just think Matz is going to struggle here. The, basically, this is just going to – I'm going to fade Steven Matz. I know Marquez is – I think he is a better pitcher, and at home, I always trust the Rockies. I know they had a stinker of a series against the Nationals, but – this looks to be a good bounce back spot for them. I'll take a shot with the home puppy, uh, plus 110 for the Rockies. Uh, Moonaf, same system? Yep, I agree. Uh, Marquez in his career against the Carlo, uh, sorry, against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals at home, 2 0 with a 2.12 ERA, had a, a start last season against the Cardinals uh, at home. Six innings, only allowed two earned runs. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in any of the five starts in his career against the Cardinals at home. So, And like Dylan said, I don't trust Steven Matz either. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, give me the home puppy. We've talked about this a lot back in the Rockies at home where they are just a better team. I know they've struggled against the Nationals this weekend, but I think they'll be able to put up some runs in this game. So if you want to go National, sorry, the Rockies um, team total over it, and then also on the money line. 
I mean, I was in on mats. I think I did that thing of watching one spring training game and getting a little bit seduced. Um, and I'm not out on him at this point, but until I see something different, I'm not going to play him. I think the, the, the obvious thing for me to do here was take the fun over. Um, I think Colorado can get the mats, but equally that St. Louis lining up uh, is tasty as well. So 11's about par for the course. We saw one weird one nothing. Uh, game this week when Washington beat Colorado but other than that it's been runs galore so uh, I'll take the over uh, over 11 in that one next we have three games after handicap uh, 9.38 Eastern time is the ODA Washington Nationals at the LA Angels uh, two lefty score here Patrick Corbin uh, friend of the show and the overs better um, is going for the Nationals and Jose Suarez goes for the Angels Washington plus 180 the Angels minus 220. Total set at nine and a half. Corbin has hit the ground running 0-2 with an ERA of eight. Has faced tough opposition in Atlanta and Tampa Bay, um, but it, this doesn't get any easier for him here going up against this Angels lineup. Um, he's terrible on the road. He's in an unfamiliar park uh, for him tomorrow as well. Suarez... Didn't fare much better, actually. He got hit by Seattle uh, last time out. But I do actually like him. Uh, and this is a great, great, great bounce back spot for him. Um, I've actually done okay picking Washington in a couple of spots this year. And I'll continue doing that. But how this isn't one of them. Uh, not today. The only player here is the Angels on the run line. It's a price of 105, man. That's like finding money in the street. Muna. Who did you say was pitching for the Nationals? Corbin. Okay. Well, that's all I need to know. Angels run line, Angels team total over. Angels first five, team total over. That's it. Yep. I agree. I mean, I think we just got to continue to fade Patrick Corbin. The uh, this Angels club is they're they're starting to hit the ball. You know, Trout's warming up. He hit a bomb the other day. Otani hit a two-run shot today. So I think they'll be able to get to Corbin early. Uh Maybe Angels in another one of your money line parlays, but I agree. Angels team total over four, four and a half. Uh, they'll, I think they'll be able to get five runs against Corbin himself. So I agree with everything Munaf said. I, don't, I see Mal moving around. I'm not sure if he's uh, there yet, but he's frozen on our screens. Um, let's move over until we get yeah, only two games left from me. Okay. Uh, so let's get over to the next game then here. Uh, let me pull up the schedule. What do we got? Uh, give me a second because I did not have it in front Brewers of me. Brewers at I'll... Diamondbacks. All right. So Brewers and Diamondbacks. Wade Miley on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers. Zach Gallen gets uh, the first home start of the season for the Diamondbacks. Currently seeing lines of Milwaukee Brewers plus 130 uh, on the money line. Diamondbacks minus 150. Uh, as a home favorite over under sitting at eight and a half. Uh, I'll leave this one off here. Um, Miley was actually pretty impressive at his first start for the Brewers. Um, six innings pitch, five hits, zero earned runs, three strikeouts against the Mets last season against the Diamondbacks. Uh, not too bad of a start. He also went six innings in that game, uh, gave up six hits, three earned runs, three strikeouts as well. I think the one concern I do have right now is Zach Gallen. Um, he's gotten off to a very, very tough start, but it's been against two offenses that 
I mean, we can say that are probably the better ones in the National League with the uh, Padres and the and the Dodgers. Uh, but Gallon at home against the Brewers, he's been pretty good. Uh, but he's one in three with a 2.45 ERA against the Brewers. And at home, he's been really good against the Brewers as well. So, um, and just for the record at home for the Brewers, or sorry, for a gallon against the Brewers, one in one with a 0.75 ERA, 12 innings pitch, five hits, and he's only had one earned run in that span. I don't understand why this total is at eight and a half. I do understand the Brewers have been swinging the bat very well, but I, I think this might be a spot where Gallon back at home in Chase Field in Arizona um, can bounce back and have a good start here. And I think that, you know, we'll see Wade Miley, um, you know, have some success against the Arizona Diamondbacks as well here, uh, Dylan. So I like the under eight and a half. That minus 150 price is a little too rich for me, but I think my favorite play is the under eight and a half in here, Dylan. What do you think? Yeah, it's a wait and see right now. See how the lines move. But if I'm able to get a plus 140 with the Brew Crew, I'll probably be on them. Uh, I did make the D-backs a favorite, but they shouldn't be this big of a dog. You know, Zach Allen has not looked good, like you mentioned. Uh, Wade Miley didn't let up a single run in his first start. Strictly looking at the teams, the Brewers do have the better team. And at this price, I think there is some value here. I agree with the under. I made my total 7.7, but... It's a wait and see if we could get 10 more cents. I'll probably be beyond the Brewers as a dog here. Malware on the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. Hello, everybody. Um, this could not be going any worse. Um, the IT department's had the night off, and this is an absolute shambles. Uh, so I apologize for that. Um, yeah, um, I'm all right with Arizona. Uh, I like Zach Gallen. I like Gallen at home. Um all I've, I found myself in this zone of picking these minus 140-odd favourites. It's like the third one in four games here. But um, not convinced by Miley. And Arizona have been going okay. Um, I know they were ahead against... Um, were they beating the Dodgers again uh, earlier on in the season? The, the, the total looked high as well for me, actually. Uh, but I think um, Arizona can get this done at minus uh, 145. Um, okay, we have got... One game left to navigate. Um, hopefully we can get through this with any further disasters. It's the LA Dodgers at the San Francisco Giants. Julio Reyes, lefty, goes for the Dodgers. And Logan Webb goes for San Francisco. The Dodgers are minus 120. Giants plus 120. Um, I didn't see a total on this one. I don't know if you've got any any lines on that, Dylan, but we'll head it. Um, we'll pass it straight over to you. Uh, and you can uh, you can give us your total and then any lines that you have. Yeah, so uh, I see lines. Uh, the total is seven and a half minus one twelve towards the over plus money at the under. I made my total six point eight. So lean under, but official plays. I'm going to take the Dodgers first five minus a half in this one. Didn't want to lay the minus 140s, minus 145s with the full game. I think the Dodgers should be able to win this game against Logan Webb. He hasn't looked solid in his first two starts. Now going up against the Dodgers, who last five games, they are averaging 6.8 runs. So bats are starting to go. I think this could be another spot where Webb could get touched up a little. you know. And on the other hand, Louis, uh, Julio... He's looked even better in his second start than his first opener. So I think he's starting to settle in more and more. And at home 
or on the road, excuse me. I think he, he'll be able to limit the bats of the Giants. So they, they're losing this series against the Royals, who are not as even close to the Dodgers. So I just think this is a bad spot for Webb and the Giants at home. So uh, I like the under, and I like the Giant, uh, the Dodgers, excuse me, first five minus a half. Um, I went the other way here. I like the over. I saw the uh, total here at seven and a half. Um, and both these teams have been scoring runs. Um and, as you pointed out, I didn't think it was a great spot for Webb. So I thought the soul was too low. So, yeah, I'm happy to take the over on this one, Muna. Um, I love the numbers I've seen from Julio Urias against the Giants just last season, guys. He was 4-1 and one with a .90 ERA against his Giants team. Um, and in San Francisco last season, um, I'm trying to pull up those numbers. Two and one with a 1.50 ERA. Uh, Logan Webb, I know he's a pitcher that's kind of touted to be a pitcher that you want to back at home in San Francisco. But uh, in his career against the Dodgers, he is two and four with a 4.44 ERA just last season. Uh, he was one and two with a 5.57 ERA. At home against the Dodgers, he's not very good. Uh, I'm trying to pull up those numbers as well. 0-4 with a 6.57 ERA. I think I, I do like the Dodgers on the run line here, minus 1.5 at plus 110. Uh, I think the Dodgers get the job done here against the Giants. Okay. Um, so that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, has got us to the end of handicapping that 14-game slate. Um, locks and dogs to go. I'm going to throw out my lock first because I've got a feeling, Moonaf, uh, we've landed on the same pick here. And it, Man, this just absolutely jumps off the page, doesn't it? LA Angels run line. I saw that at minus 105. Now, just before my stream dropped, um, was that, you were just about to ask me a question. Was it the price you were questioning on that? I was just questioning who was pitching for the uh, Nationals. And then you would have told me what I've been Patrick Corbin. And you already know what that means. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my luck. The, the Angels on the run line. Was was yours the same? Uh, no. Okay. Hit me. So, for my luck, I am going with uh, – I do like the Rangers team total over against Zank Grinke on the road. We talked about it. Um, he's a guy that you want to back when he's pitching at home, whether that was with Houston or with Kansas City. Um, Rangers team total over for me. I think they do have some success against uh, against Grinky in this game. So uh, that's why my lock is going to be Rangers team total over. Uh, Dylan, give us your lock and follow it up with your dog. Yeah, so my lock, actually looking at the numbers now, right now before I handicapped them, Dodgers are down to a minus 138. I talked to Moon off a couple pods ago about what my limit is uh, taking a team on the money line, and it was minus 140. They just got under this number for me, so I think they're much better. We're going to keep fading Logan Webb. I know he pitches better at home, but Moon off read the stats on the uh, at home, even against the Dodgers. Their bats are starting to heat up. I like the Dodgers. I'll take them uh, straight up on the money line as my lock. 
And for my dog, give me the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Going to back the home dog here uh, in elevation, strictly fading Steven Matz. I think he's going to struggle. And I think Marquez is the better pitcher right now. So I know the Cardinals, they've been hitting a ton. But in elevation, I think Marquez could limit them a little bit. So give me the home puppy and the Rockies, and I'll take the Dodgers as my lock. Yeah, we were regular takers of Colorado at home last season, and it paid off. Um, I was... Lead it towards Graham Ashcraft in that first five, Craig. You just, I'm not sure what we're going to get out with Bryce Elder. And I do think Ashcraft um, has made some changes this year and will go well. But I'm going to keep it a little bit more simple than that and take the Padres um, at the Mets. Plus 110. You Darvish's numbers, we have touched on earlier on. Um, uh, yeah, and the, the Mets are scuffling along a little bit. Uh, so I'm happy to take San Diego. Um, in what, I just think that the odds should be a little bit closer here. So the Padres are plus, one t- uh, plus 110, Moonaf, please. What's your lock? My lock was the Angels run line. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, for my dog, I'm going to go in that same game that Dylan gave out as his lock, but I'm going to just take the run line. Plus 110 right now for the Dodgers, minus one and a half. I think Julio Urias continues his success against his Giants team. Uh, Logan Webb, uh, off to an iffy start, and he doesn't have really great success against the Dodgers. So, uh, expect the dominance to continue for Julio Urias. I am taking them on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 110 as my dog. Okay, thanks, Munaf. Um, yeah, and I think we've done it, uh, not without incident. I know my stream dropped out. I think Munaf looks like he's having a few problems as well. So, um, Hopefully we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow night and we'll do a better job. But hopefully we gave some winners out uh, in the meantime and uh, thanks everyone for joining in the comments section. Uh, Dylan, are you doing? Uh, is it forced family fun day over there for you? Oh, family, family fun times over. Thank God. Uh, just, <laughs> just gonna relax with the, uh, just gonna relax with the dog, and uh, hopefully get a Braves win. Never thought I'd hear that on a Sunday night baseball, but uh, yeah, just oh, relax. fair enough. Uh, moon after you, uh, happier at the prospect of spending some family time than Dylan. Oh, yeah, I got some family coming over tonight. Just going to hang out and eat some food. Um, Just kind of wind down. I know NBA season's over, so we have playoffs starting um, this upcoming week. But um, no, man, it's been a good start for, I think, all of us in MLB. Hopefully we can continue that uh, for this week and then the rest of the month and then carry it over to the rest of the season. So definitely looking forward to the grind of this MLB season. Just quickly on the subject of forced family fun, I went to um, I went baseball training today with the night talks. I took Bob with me. Bob joined in. We had fun, and then on the way home, we thought we'd stop at Grandma's house just because it was Easter, etc. And we knocked on Grandma's door, and nobody answered. And Bob just gave a big air punch and went result because um, uh, he didn't have to go and spend half an hour in his grandma's house, which was a little bit harsh, you know, but. Uh, one of those things. So, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. We do appreciate it. Um, we'll be back uh, in some form or another tomorrow. Good luck with your bets until then. We'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>